Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Parents and their children, keeping them clean from drugs. That's my topic. How can parents protect children against addiction? Well, that's a tough one, and there's no one answer. But there's a lot of things that parents can do to assure that their children do not fall into the drug world, into the addiction world, and into the world of influence, social influence, which involves drugs. What can a parent do when they suspect an alcohol or drug problem or usage in their children? Do we just allow it and hope that it goes away, or what do we do? Well, let's take a look at some of the specific actions parents can and should take to assure that their children do not fall into the addictions that are available in our society today, with states increasingly allowing marijuana to come into full and free use. They say by adults only, but kids at age 14 are, is where drug use starts. So know that. If you have a kid that's somewhat around the age of 14, you need to be very much aware of the whole issue of drug availability and drug usage and friendships that your kids have and activities in which they engage, and freedom, free time, and how they use it, television, what they're watching, YouTube, what they're watching, and so on. Well, let's start out with a little list here, okay? First of all, parents need to be parents. They're not their kids' friends. Parents, what do parents do? Well, parents set limits. Parents set expectations. Parents enforce those expectations and those limits. They set very clear limits on their children. And follow up. Okay, that's number one. And limits should be the absence of any form of drug usage. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you have to kind of remember that you cannot make these kind of justifications for your kids. Teens will be teens. If your kid gets involved in a scuffle of some type, gets involved in a social problem of some type, hangs around with certain kids, don't justify their behavior by saying, well, kids will be kids. Teens will be teens. That's not, that's not an adequate response. Kids are prone to taking risk. Their brain is not yet developed till age 25. So they don't have judgment. They don't have clear decision-making ability. They can't make distinctions between good and bad, good and what's helpful and what's not helpful, what's right and what's wrong. They're still fuzzy in those areas of life, and that's what a parent does is help define those, help set the, the terms, set the conditions, set the guidelines, set the boundaries. That's what a parent does. Don't justify their behavior as teens will be teens. Look into it. Know what that means and know what the kids are doing. Here's the third point. Parents need to educate themselves more than ever about the medical and the mental and the physical effects of alcohol and other drugs for that matter. Tell their teens... They do not approve any use, that's any use, of a mind-altering substance. Set the limit at zero. Set the bar very, very, very high. No drug usage. That's not allowed. That's forbidden. And the parents need to be very strong in setting that forth. Research strongly supports the parental approach to forbidding substance use in the home and requiring teens to socialize under adult supervision. Okay, here's another point. Warning signs. you got to look for the warning signs that your kid might be off the track. 
be involved in something that's a little bit beyond his capabilities and beyond the boundaries of the uh, condition that you've set for the home and for the family. Look for the warning signs. Changes in grades. Absences from school. Especially when you don't even know that they're absent. Loss and change of friends. Miss curfews. Incidental drinking. Just incidental, coincidental drug use. Those are all signs and they need to be very well attended because that leads down the path. That indicates that the door is open. That indicates the gate is open. And trouble is now beginning to brew. So look for these kind of signs and see if there's some changes in your kid's behavior and get on top of it right away. Here's another point that you need to be careful of, okay? Instead, they should look, understand substance use. You need to understand the use of substances in the availability range of your kids. What substances are available in the community? What substances are being used at the school? What's the current pattern? What's the current popular drug that's being used? And focus on these particular drugs. Know what they are and understand them. Make sure that you appreciate what these drugs can do and will do to your kids. So do not be uh, ignorant, if you will. Do not be ignorant in the use of these kind of drugs, the complex origins of them, and what happens when they are used. So be very, very careful about that, okay? And here's another point. Seek support from school friends that are non-drug users. Seek support from school officials. Seek support from uh, your church. Seek support from any youth leader that's available and involved in your kid's life. Involve your kids in your church. Involve your kids in youth groups of various kinds that churches have available and other organizations have available. In other words, Get your kids involved in positive social outlets, positive social groups and activities and learning opportunities. Use your professional community. Use your psychologist in your community. Use your marriage and family counselor in your community. Use drug addiction counselors in your community. If you have a problem, if you think you have a problem, if you're thinking you're brewing a problem, get help right away. Don't wait. An interesting part of research was recently done. When a kid has a cold or a stomach ache, it takes two days for parents to get a kid into a doctor. But if a kid has the budding of an addiction or has some kind of a psychological problem, it takes a parent two years to get his kid into a psychologist. Don't be like that. Act immediately. Act soon. Act quickly. If you think your kid is brewing in some problems of addiction, you get into that psychologist of your community and you get some help. Find somebody that is knowledgeable of teenage addiction and start the process of family counseling and individual counseling. And there's no such thing as your kid will not go. You're the parent. You set the terms. You go, they go. We go together. Make it a family event. All parents want the best for their kids. We, you know that and I know that. With insight and knowledge and the willingness to be firm, okay? The willingness to be firm and set very loving guidelines. Parents can help their kids grow up. They can grow up to be happy, healthy, and non-addicted kids, okay? So make sure that you are on the spot. You supervise. You set the conditions. 
you follow up, you educate yourself, you're aware of what's going on, open your eyes, watch what your kids are doing, follow them, be involved in their life, give positive alternatives, look for the negative cues that are taking place in your kid's life and act on them. Parents set the terms as to whether a kid will fall into addiction or not, will grow into addiction or not, will be influenced into addiction or not. Parents are the gatekeepers of that process. So play your role well, be informed, and that will help you greatly, okay? Go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Look at the book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. Great book for you. Be a good resource for you. There's stuff in there that will help you deal with this issue of drug addiction in the home, drug use in the home, and what to do about it. Some good guidelines and some good ways to help you there. Okay? Bye for now.